at the reception. This week on Jerk Radio, we reflect on all that is issue 11. We came, we saw, we conquered. Hell yeah. Plus, we'll talk about all those new crazies running off knives in their hands, the unique flowers that they are. After that, a legitimate preview of the winter event. In short, we called it last episode. We totally did. Plus, your moment of perspective and the bio of the week. This is Jerk Radio. What you want. You can't always get what you want. But if you try sometimes, you might find. All right, welcome to Jerk Radio. Uh, as always, I am your host, Trace Evans, alongside Sean McCormick, Dr. Rob Sisko, Tony Strickland, and joining us again for numbers and other issues, Jimmy Erson. And today, we reflect on issue 11. The wonderful pleasure it's been. Can we agree oh, yeah, on that? It's a, it's a wonderful yeah. issue. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I'm two of us it. are playing it right now. All two of us, then. Hey, actually, yeah, it's... Jeez, I did. I that is true. Uh, Doctor Rob Cisco and uh, Jim are both uh, currently in game right now as they're talking. So mm-hmm. I can be hearing a few clicking bits from them. We can't play my new. Yeah. Hey, what are you playing, anyways, Rob? I'm playing my new dual blade scrapper. It is wonderfully, wonderfully stabby. Nice. <laughs> and we're, we'll get into talking about the dual blades as it is uh, later on because that is. <laughs> Where the hell don't you see him anymore nowadays? That is true. And, yeah, Sean, I think you were trying to actually get City of Heroes loaded again, and you failed. As a matter of fact, I failed horribly. Um, I don't, you know what, I have no clue what went wrong other than the fact that the uh, image storage files or whatever, the, the pigs, if you will, uh, they aren't downloading properly, so I'm kind of <clears throat> fucked. That's yeah, that's unusual. Uh, that's crazy that's to be honest. Weird. Yeah. Uh, help? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody can help us um, with that or knows what the heck to deal with with pig files, hmm. like, I guess Sean can thing... tactical issues, but that would involve posting there. Yeah. I was going to say, about the only thing I know to do with the... Uh... Pig files would be to uh, delete the checksum file, but if they're downloading improperly, then that's not going to work. I suppose on that note, it's a good time to introduce. We've um, actually implemented a, or rather, created a new email address for this podcast. Or if you want to send feedback, or maybe suggest um, some issues, so to speak, for a few of our recurring segments, which you'll find out about later. That is. This is jerkradio at gmail.com. All one word, obviously, because email addresses work that way, and you should know that by now. But if you're one of 18 listeners that likes hearing us, then you could always send something <laughs> out that way. And I'm serious. We actually had 18 listeners last time, although I'm probably one of them. So, And the other, probably all of us listened to it, so it's probably 13 listeners. Uh, honestly, more than we could have hoped for, really. Actually, I'm pretty impressed that it's 13. I was expecting more like four. I was expecting, <laughs> honestly, zero. just maybe the people. Maybe like two or three from when we tested it. That's about it. That's uh, true. Yeah, it might have been it. And um, yeah, people have a habit of uh, people have a habit of responding to our various exploits by by encouraging us and then not actually participating. That is a recurring jerk issue. Yeah, you guys are great. Now. Why do I have to pay attention to anything you do? <laughs> exactly. But hopefully we can turn the corner with this. And Oops. actually, on that note, um, we have attracted the attention of another City of Heroes podcast I wasn't aware about beforehand here. And it's not quite in the same attitude that our podcast is or anything. Um, it's actually but, comprehensive and informative, for one. <laughs> yeah, it's informative, but in a different way than we are. It's informative yeah. to, like the newbie beginner player, something like that. Uh, I don't know the name beyond that. It's just the COH podcast. Um, the guy running it goes by the uh, name Chooch. 
it, it's kind of interesting. It's got very nice sound quality, especially compared to us. And <laughs> yeah, we sound we sound like we're talking through tin cans and strings. Like going all fairness on headsets, like hundreds of miles apart. Yeah. Yeah, which mm-hmm. that's sort of the issue. I think he's got one microphone, and we've got five crappy Xbox Live microphones or something similar. Well, hang on. I've got a crappy uh, Logitech headset here. Yeah. Okay, I have a Logitech. decent Logitech headset, man. You, you don't skimp on this stuff. I don't even know what the hell I've got. <laughs> yeah. Don't you have a microphone stick in a martini glass? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are very high quality here. Oh, yes. Cutting edge. That's us. Yes, we... We care. We care. We skimp the line or run the line or run the tin cans. I don't know. Something like that. But if that. you do want to listen to this um, other COH podcast, it's very nice quality. And uh, if you do think that we're, you know, too going into too much of the high-level power gaming stuff or otherwise feel we're talking over you for some reason, definitely check this out because it's very nicely done. It's oxfoot.com. That's oxfoot.com as in an ox's foot. As an Oregon Trail yoke of oxen with feet. Ford the river. I think Ford they get the it. River. Goddamn, fording the river never works. I always hate the No, name. it doesn't. Yeah, pay the Indians. Buy extra clothes at the beginning and pay the fucking Indians. <laughs> Which I, I do worry. They did mention us apparently in that um, in Oxford's um, COH podcast. I'm worried that it might have been over a cursing or something like that since. They're pretty family friendly, and we're not. We're really yeah. no, we're not, not at all. We're no. fucking obscene. Oh, yeah. oh we're, go with the obvious. We're fuck you. Hmm. And already I've gone cursing more than I've hoped to this episode. Eh, well, you know. Oh well. But that's fine. I don't give a damn. Just run up a tab. You're fine. There we go. Be like um, what's his name? Uh, the guy from uh, Hell's Kitchen. Gordon Ramsay. Okay. Obscure reference aside, the jerks have accomplished something this week. We totally did. I mean, something that's actually useful this time. We did. Well, yeah. well I mean, it's define useful. useful. Uh, useful as in we didn't piss off people in the process and actually involved using the game mechanics rather than just pissing off our peers. Hmm. I'm sure that it pissed them off, though. Oh, yeah. It yes. Might have actually. It's hard not to, really. One can only hope. Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. But actually, we attempted the Master of Statesman Task Force and succeeded on our first try. Yeah. It's damn good. It's. I think we're still the only people on Virtue who did it. And as far as, we can, as far as we can tell, we're the second supergroup period to have done it. Yeah, that's yeah, not... I, I don't think more than, like, three or four teams have done it across the entire game so far. It's it's not easy. I know a lot of free people on the Freedom server have done it. I'm seeing a lot of badges showing up for them all of a sudden. Well, yeah, but, but they're, other, they're Freedom. Yeah. We don't like to talk about Freedom. Yeah, I was going to well, talk about Freedom. <laughs> well, Beefcake did say that he was going to be just running Master of Statesman for everyone in his supergroup that wanted it. And he's the guy that was on that put together the team that got it first. So yeah. That could be why. I don't know. They're not on Freedom, actually. They're on some other server. But then oh, again, right. just because um, just because he shows off his badges to everyone doesn't mean the rest of the supergroup likes to, at least not on badge sites. Yeah, that well, is true. Yeah. I, I really wish I had been there to go with you guys. I didn't actually get the badge. And I still intend to at some point. Oh, yeah. I mean, we'll... We'll definitely try another run when the initial rush has worn off, which it still hasn't for me. I still look at the badge and grin. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's hilarious. It is. It's, we, and for those who didn't catch our reiteration of what the Master of States is from last week, it's attempting the hardest task force in the game, and nobody can argue with that. And if they do, they aren't thinking properly or... Yeah. They're retarded and queer. Oh, there we go. They rely on temp powers too much. You kind of yeah. take the giant space jello, the, the giant undead space jello monsters for granted until you're not allowed to use them. Exactly, and that <laughs> no temp powers, no death, no death is huge because death is like an accepted yeah, part you, of. You yeah. also take the ability to not die for granted until you uh, can't die. Well, more like it's not prevented basically from dying. if you fail in the final mission and die a little bit, then you just simply hospital to the boat that's right there in the mission and run back out. It's like a Royal Rumble of some sort. 
but yeah, it's uh, it's <laughs> it was very stressful running the statesman task force, trying not to die at any point when we were carrying a bunch of squishies along with us. And even at the end part, I was worried as a tank going against Recluse, which at the level he is, he can kill the world and not really blink about it. Oh yeah. As I understand it, the no deaths part is the most hard thing of the entire, the entire TF there. Especially since it's so easy to do at any point, even with just a normal mob, because they throw the really crappy enemies at you. Mm. As in really crappy, as in they do all the stuff you really don't want them to be trying. Yep. But yeah, so we did that. I am really damn proud of that. And only advice I have for anybody who would like to try that in the future, be very damn patient. Really damn patient. Patience is a virtue. You have to accept, you have to go in accepting that you might fail, and you're probably not as good as us, so you probably will, and (laughs) be willing to just shrug it off, you know? If someone screws up, okay, no no recriminations, just try again. If if you're early on, start over. If you're not, take the Hamadon enhancement and just go again some other time. Yeah, it's not like you lose anything from just winning normally. Other than yeah, bragging yeah. rights, of course. Well, still, it's a it's a recipe. It's a, it's a Hamadon enhancement. It's it's something yeah. nice. I mean, well, you might be able to get it eventually just by running just by running them like semi nightly or something like that. And if you don't meet it, then you just go through the rest of the way, and if you do meet the stipulations, then hey, good on you. Yeah, that's... I don't, I don't even know about, you know, all the failing issues. Really, to be honest with you, there are a couple spots where we nearly choked it, you know. Mm. It, it I, think the, I think the closest we came to failing it was when I was pulling Black Scorpion. Because he, he got me... Or maybe it was Sirocco. I don't remember. Uh, I think it was Scorpion. Scorpion. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, and he, he was nailing you. You were down like orange. Yeah, I, I, he got me and I hit one one heel. He got me and I hit the other heel. But he got me again before I got back to, back to the rest of the team, so I had to burn two inspirations just yeah, to and, heal up. In, in all fairness, you pretty much had to. I was, I was so wanting to jump out there as a tank and taunt him, but I think it was too early. I need to get him further away so that... The other two patrons at that, or the other three patrons at that point, I guess. I don't know what order we did. Cause I we did Mako first. Okay, so it was the other two. Yeah. And I didn't want to attract them by being too close to them still while we're beating on Black Scorpion. So. Yeah. I, I just had to wait that, that, that out. I was just sort of verbally, oh God, no, no! That sort of, you know, <laughs> old yokel getting freaked out. There was that, and then there was two other points I can remember at the top of my head. Ghost Widow hit Mailman for something, because he was too close. And then Spirit Bee got hit by one of the patron's lieutenants at one point, because he was too close. And they're both controllers, so they're not high health potential, or they're not well defended. So they were, like, down in half health, and I was freaking out. And... Normally, you wouldn't freak out about something like that, but when you, we put a lot of time into the first few missions trying to be really secure about it. Yeah. I mean, we probably were overly cautious for a lot of it. I don't think we really needed to soft load as much as we did. Oh, I know we didn't. We absolutely but, did not. But I had figured if we wanted to ensure that we get it on the first try... we Yeah, just take no chances. Yeah, take no chances because I know there are some of those mobs that, with like the... Scouts that use assassin strike and oh, the toxic boss, horrible. The bosses that use assassin strike. Oh god, yeah, no kidding. So yeah, I just I was worried about that myself, and uh, I, I think thankfully due to soft loading, which for those who don't know about that, that's um, everybody that's but a secret. walking out <laughs> and jumping in the mission so that it loads groups sized for one person rather than eight. Then the other seven log in, and as a group of eight, you take out those small little groups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It it's works not something... Much. It doesn't... It doesn't it's not really conducive to really normal easier. play, I would think. But yeah, if you're trying to be yeah. careful. 
Mm-hmm. Right. It it doesn't make things easier. The the hard parts are still the arch villains, and those are still as hard as they w- as they are. Exactly. But it make it what it does is it drastically reduces the chances that just pure dumb luck will do you in. Like you yeah. could have a, with eight people, you're going to have multiple bosses in the spawn. They could be all Bane Spider executioners. They could all hit the same guy at once, and that I think they, I think the the uh, bonus damage is toxic. That like three of those guys could probably kill the tank. Yeah, the uh, bonus damage is toxic, and it it would definitely put a hurt on me if nothing else, and then I could risk getting finished off by something else. And yeah, because it has d- uh, damage over time attached to it too. Yeah, just for and fun. Very long damage over time, no less, as well. So that's yeah. just right. brutal. Even their normal mace attacks. Ugh. Yeah, no kidding. And that, I just wanted to avoid that myself because, I mean, why take that risk when that's the hardest parts we wanted to focus on, you know, point by point, meow. And <laughs> meow is always a consideration. Yeah, meow is a consideration. So, yeah, so that that was pretty rad how we did that there, and I'm still overjoyed that we did it the first try because that would have been hell repeating that. Yeah. I mean, I think we can repeat it for people who, who need the badge and... You know, people who are in the supergroup or willing to pay a purple a person. I was about to say. Yeah, exactly. If if you're not part of our group and you want us to help out, we've had actually people who, and what I get a kick out of it, people who say they're in badging for fun, not huh. competition. And they're asking us Nobody's to in help badging just for fun. Right. Yeah, I mean, I'll get, I've been, I've been, uh, some people from the, the badge channel have been asking me, you know, and tells how did you do it? What should what should we do here? What is the tr- what is the trick here? I mean, I and I'll t- I'll tell them. I'll give them as the best advice I can. But ultimately, it just it comes down to not fucking up. Yeah, it's actually. And, I mean, there there is no trick to it. There are there are tricks that will make it easier, but there is no easy way to do it. It's not the reckless strike force. There's yeah. no instant win. Yeah, if you don't have your AT powers down pat, you don't have your whole playstyle down pat, and you just don't know how to execute a you know plan, then, I mean, anything we tell you is not going to help. Yeah. So, But yeah, our price is, uh, for me, it's $35 million I'll help out with anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll take a purple, yeah, or enough to buy a purple. Exactly. That's my... I, In advance. Yeah, have to be in advance. I mean, I'm not going to pass or fail, you know. It won't, sure, I'll stick with you if you want to try again the same day or something like that if we fail early on, but, you know, oh, I'm not going to constantly, I don't know. I'm not going to hold your hand. Somebody. But that, then again, I don't really want to help out for a price like that. It's something that, at the moment, I just want to sit back and bask in what I accomplished, and then maybe later I'll try it again. Yeah, I I was torn, you know, was, the guy was updating me on the progress as he was doing it, you know, and I was, I mean, on the one hand, you know, yay, you're you're in the third mission and you've, you're doing well so far. On the other hand, I kind of want it to still just be ours. Yeah, and it, it, I was I was tempted to just give him bad advice. Oh, but, don't do that now. Yeah, I didn't. I, I'm oh. honestly hoping that sometime in the near future I'll be able to look around Virtue and see somebody else that isn't us with the title and congratulate them. Depending who they are. Yeah, yeah depending who they are. I don't want to see, like, um, one of the PvP whores with it and have to congratulate them or anything. Mm-hmm. At that point, that's probably gonna, where I'm going to take the title off and replace it with one of my old badge titles like Agent Provocateur. Mm, that's always a good one. Yeah. But yeah, that was very nice and that was like the start of I love and for all of us that were involved, so it went well. It really pumped everyone up for what was to follow. And for pretty much everyone, what followed was Dual Blade. Yep. And everyone. Oh god, I'm playing mine right now. Yeah, me too. I'm kicking the shit out of Arbiter Sands at the moment. <laughs> it is just so, so beautifully stabby. I finally got Blinding Fate, and oh my god, it is perfect. The only problem yeah. is, of course, end issues, but that's that's pretty much the problem with every set before... Uh, before Stamina, yeah. or your equivalent. Exactly, and 
I, I do find it very hilarious how now you can go around Atlas Park and see all but like one or two people running around with two knives or two swords or two oddly shaped Egyptian weapons in their hands. Mm-hmm. I still refuse to believe that the Kopesh is a real sword. It's apparently, as I've heard from a very a person who was pretty stingy to me, that it was an Egyptian weapon, that it's something they used back in the day for some reason. Hmm. Back in the day being in the Egyptian times very, very long ago. Yeah. And I have no clue about it beyond that, and apparently... This person was going on to me that they're not even look they don't even look right in game. Hmm. They look a lot shorter and more curvaceous and kill worthy. Hmm. And I don't care, they look like hooks. They closest thing to hooks I can get in the game. And I'd love to have nice little hooks. I'm still pissed they didn't put in me hooks for claws. Oh, there you go. The viper blades are close. They're very, very close. I mean, I put I put the Viper Blades on Minin, of course, because they look incredibly brutal. But, uh, Meat Hooks. I still need Meat Hooks so I can make a Splicer costume. I don't care if it's like three, four weeks past Halloween. I need a goddamn Splicer costume. Yeah, Or, more accurately, goddamn Splicers. Eh, don't worry. <laughs> hopefully the devs won't leave us twisting in the wind. Oh, yeah, hopefully. And after that very forced reference, I do have to get in the then with the dual blades beyond I mean everybody thinks it's kick ass. I don't think anybody yeah. is going to stop that. It's neat, the combo system's fun. But people need to be more creative about their practice. Yeah, some people are just making dual blades characters just for the sake of making dual blades characters. Well yeah, I, I would do that, but beyond that, the name and the style. Yeah. You use a little creativity if you're gonna do that. I am sick of looking around and seeing 50 people with Blade in their names. We get it. Yeah. The dual Blade. I don't run around as Captain Concussion calling myself Invulnerable Tanker. Yeah, you only get to have the word Blade in your name if you're the goddamn Daywalker. That's it. And if you're that guy, then you're probably going to get generics anyways. That's true. <laughs> yeah. And you probably deserve it anyways. What the hell were you thinking? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, it's irritating me seeing all that, and I've seen a few good characters, like um, one that was more of a duelsman with two swords, and had an old-timey look to them, but... That's always cool. Although, with all these animations, it strikes me that the uh, rapier and main gauche would look kind of weird. I think I've tried something like that, and it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's and... less it's less fencing and more mauling. Yeah. <laughs> Fencing is, you know, stylistic, that sort of thing. This is just plain... Oh, man. I'm playing yeah, online the, right now. I'm like just... Wiping and swiping and flashing and ripping and tearing and huge guts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <I'm laughs> this is carving people open. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to think about any way they could people could improve that. It's just put some thought into your damn character before you make them, please. Mm-hmm. There's got to be a reason they're running around with two swords rather than one more efficient sword. Yeah. Yeah. I've always felt that, like, a good character concept should have should just be work for any archetype, any power set. It should be independent of the shit you're doing in game. I mean, if the character doesn't stand on their own, then then what is it? It's practically just you know, blade guy. Sure enough, yeah. and that that's a good point. I I mean. For example, Jim has Loliton. <laughs> We're talking about I don't think that. anyone knows how to pronounce that, right? Lolitan, Loliton, I don't know. Loliton, I, I wanted to say. Loliton, I think. I, I know that in, again, going, I think I did this last episode too, going back in the Japanese pronunciation, the A sound would be an ah. So, mm. something like that, meow. Meow. And, yeah, it's, which is funny because Jim's actually playing with my roommate. Um, they're teaming up through the whole level 50, or going up to level 50, rather, Loliton and Shaitan. <laughs> and, yeah, so two schoolgirls going around hacking and slashing people. I will let that stand as it is. It's like Battle Royale. That's true. Got the sword. 
with twice the swords. Twice the swords. But yeah, it's um, that, and I also get a kick out of the AOE as it is. I find it oddly hilarious because it makes a very oh, helicoptery means... sound. Yeah, um, yeah. X Death suggested that uh, X Death suggested that they should give us the uh, rusty blades that they gave the katana things. Make a guy with two of those named "I'm a helicopter." <laughs> yeah, that sounds like something X Death would do. Our yeah. local resident Singapore. Korean guy. Yeah. You can hear it pretty much from, like, down the hall in a mission, too, if you're teaming with Unstool Blades guys, so... Oh, dear. I, was I just got blown up. It was crap. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if to reiterate, Dr. Rob Sisko and Jim Yerson are both playing right now as we speak, and apparently... Well, I can hear you, like... Diving for cover over there. I can hear your mic scrapping around. Mm. <laughs> yeah, two embalmed cadavers just went off at the same time. <laughs> Why the hell are you fighting Vaz? Uh, we can just lethal. Yeah. Oh, well, other than the fact Simply. that you rip Yeah, and they do like a million slows, and occasionally some of them explode. Well, that just makes it more fun. Yeah, there you go. I already completed the uh, mission anyway, so, you know. Oh, that's good. But still, I, uh, one of the things I would do, and here's advice for a newbie, <laughs> don't fight Boz. Yeah, don't no. fight them unless you know what you're doing. Clearly, I do not. And if you know what you're doing, then you know to either avoid them or fight them in very small groups. Yeah. Very small groups. Goddamn things. And watch out for the ones with the little backpacks. Yes. Uh, kill the embalmed. They will kill you. Kill the embalmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, or if you have a controller with you, confuse them for joy. Yeah. That's always oh, fun. That, that's fun, yeah. That is great fun. I Back when I had the ability to do that with one of my characters, that was like the joy of my life. <laughs> and then I leveled beyond Vaz, and uh, things sucked. Hmm. But anyways, dual blades, yeah. it's <laughs> Lots I'm of characters, lots of people with blade it's in their names. Fun. People, it's fun, but let's use some creativity, okay? Hmm. Thank you, the jerks. And also, what else we've been trying? We've been trying flashback and some of the Ouroboros arcs and that sort of thing. I don't know if any of you have tried any of them, but um, I was doing some of the uh, some of the arcs the other day on Mean, and they were interesting. I mean, there's the Nazi punching to take into consideration, of course. That yeah, was something the overthrow that the, uh, arc. Yeah, that I was something that. that the uh, the game was missing for quite a while. Yeah, we yeah. had oh, yeah. the Overthrow arc uh, last time, and that's still awesome, and it still probably is the pinnacle of the whole Ouroboros arc. Yeah, it's great. Mm. Uh, the other stuff, um, I've, I haven't done, I haven't done Mender Tesseracts in a in a while, and it, it changed every patch on Tess, so I don't know what it's like now, hmm. but. Um, I did Twilight Suns, and that was, it wasn't bad, it was just, it's just kind of bland, you know, it's, it's four missions of just Circle of Thorns, and, you know, you, you fight them in outdoor areas, which is nice, the, the whole fashion show in Atlas looks nice, mm-hmm. but it just, it doesn't really have any punch to it. The, the guy at the end is... Just an elite boss, which I mean, okay, yeah, if you're soloing it, that's yeah, what you elite want. Elite bosses but, are fun to fight. Yeah, but he, he's he's just basically like a like a circle of thorns boss with more hit points. He doesn't really do anything amazing. And which, funny enough, that's like again, about doing with a lot of these new additions to enemies and that sort of stuff, like what they did for the. Lady Great Half Force adding in the four riders that each had their own unique pros and cons. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now, I, li- I like elite bosses. I think that fighting a group of elite bosses is more challenging and more entertaining than just fighting an archvillain. And I wish there was more stuff in which you would do that. Uh, I mean, the the Rick TF is suffers a little in that. The elite bosses are punishingly hard if you can't block endurance, drain, and confusion. I mean, and fear. 
But I mean that that is something that there should be more of, and I think that that's part of why Overthrow is so great because you fight three of them at once at the same time. Yeah, and also it's just. But and what I'm getting at with that is really if they're going to talk about creating enemies that have these you know nice little hard potentials to them that like obviously the fear in the end drain is huge. Well, why not put that in these new art? Why not put a challenge like something that this COT guy does that we're not prepared for? Well, another thing to take into consideration is that the Rick TF is just that. It's a TF. You they they expect that you'll have a team to deal with the uh, deal with the riders. You don't need a team. You know, yeah, because I mean, I'm sure. Well, just coming from one solo it by now, but then again, probably I have. Yeah. Jim soloed it. He's crazy. Mm-hmm. But they assume you really? have a team, which is why they made them bastardly hard. Yeah. Did you really solo it? Oh, yeah. I've been meaning to write it up. I've got screenshots on the uh, the computers. I just, just haven't felt I just haven't had time. Hmm. Yeah, it was uh, crazy. You did that over a few days, and I'm still thinking that's completely insane. Uh. I wanted to be able to say I could do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And indeed, it's possible. Another thing both of Jim and I have been doing also is the Ouroboros challenges with the flashback missions. Well, we need badges. Yeah, we need badges. So There's I mean, people both... out there with more badges than us, and, and, that and this can't stand. They must fall under our feet. We must squish their goddamn faces and skulls. Exactly. With badges. And... I've been trying. I've been trying to, you know, hold back any you know frustration with some of the challenges. But in essence, it really feels like it's just half of it. Oh, hey, we're gonna make this hard because you don't have travel powers to run back and forth. Yeah, oh, fucking travel power things. Everyone remembers I found the. Out- uh, everyone remembers the hollows. The entire. The only thing that's really challenging about the hollows is getting from point A to point B. And even that's not hard with the flashback as it is because you're level 15. You're at a good level for the hollows. Well, the thing that pisses me off about the no travel powers thing, like, I've tried, I did the AT powers only, which you'd think would be more restrictive, but that'll allow you to, to get buffs from someone playing a kinetics character. You can get speed boost. You can get inertial reduction on AT powers only. If you're on no travel powers, those buffs don't do anything. Yeah, that in really? itself. Yeah, I could no AT powers only. I could get an inertial reduction and just jump across uh, Talos to get to Dark Astoria, which they gave me a mission in because hmm. they're whores. Yeah, they and, give you missions everywhere. But uh, no travel powers. I get an inertial reduction. I jump like I hadn't. It doesn't do anything. Wow, that's just, huh. And that is a that is a level of attention devoted to fucking you over. That yeah, they were really. You don't often see. And the real thing about it is, if it's supposed to be a challenge, it's not a challenge in actual difficulty. It's a challenge in tedium. I was gonna say, yeah, that sounds like it sounds less like a challenge, more like just you know artificially induced tedium. And if they really want to do something or put that to use so it actually restricts me, make it so that if I every time I get a new mission, I can teleport right to that mission door. And that's mm-hmm. that. If there's an ambush, sure, make me walk or something stupid like that. But well, even then, it sounds like um, not many people actually use their travel powers in missions, aside from like occasionally super jumping through it just to, uh, like at the end when they're playing Find the Peon... Everyone loves that yeah. game. But well, aside, case, from that, aside from that, travel powers don't seem all that useful in missions. Well, I use super speed a lot because that combined with the stealth IO is oh, yeah, invisibility. But exactly. you can't run super speed, so things can see you. Mm-hmm. And that turns into just the festive. If you're looking to do the whole mission, sure, that's okay, I suppose. Um, if you have no enhancements and you're trying to run around and stealth a mission that you can at least save yourself from killing everybody, then it can get a little annoying. And um, in that case, I guess it's a true challenge because it's in a mission. You're not traveling from Atlas Park to Dark Astoria 
with no travel powers or yeah. from Crazy Folly to Founder's Fall. Yeah. It's that that's a real um bone I have to pick with the whole challenge. And thankfully I'm done with the challenges. I just have to get a couple arcs done, but Yeah, I'm I could still have done a couple, a lot, lot sooner, because it was some of the arcs for eight hours because of that shit. Mm. Yeah, I've I've been I've been working my th- way through them. I've I think about halfway done. I've still got twenty five to thirty, thirty to thirty five, thirty five to forty, and forty to forty five. So I've been doing the ones where there are short arcs. Actually, um, Revenant Hero. Um, I forget which that is. I think that's, that's a thirty to thirty five. I think very short. Easy to stealth. And all you gotta do is, the hardest part about it is killing 50 Kray in Brickstown, which you can find mm. one gray or green to you, even if you have no enhancements that are easy to kill. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 25 to 29, and this is advice even for our users, or listeners, or whatever we're gonna call them. Victims. <laughs> yeah, victims. Fine. <laughs> uh, the Kelly, unwashed masses. Yeah, Kelly Nemers is a cruel She's 30 to 30. She's 30 to 35, I think. No, I don't think so. I think she's not in the same arc as Revenant Hero, at least. Oh, you know what? Oh, you know what? Revenant Hero, Revenant Hero is 35 to 40. Okay, okay, then that's that's yeah. the case there. Then it must be 30 to 35 as well. Then, yeah, because she's incredibly short. All you got to do is kill a path open for a guy who can use archery and help him out of a cave. That's the hardest mm-hmm. part. Then you free three to four stupid. Green Deer Monsters, 12th of the Danon, or whatever they're called. Uh, yeah. Kill 10 gray, or, you know, not even, otherwise not a challenge, pumpkins in a certain zone. Kill 10 red caps in a zone, and then kill three pillars in a mission that don't fight back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, that's, like, I, really fast and easy. Yeah. Yeah, that, that arc looked like it should be fast, but every, I remember every time I've done it, like, when I was taking a character through Kroatoa, it always that one mission kill ten kill ten red caps in Misty Wood. I think it is that always takes like an hour because they don't spawn anywhere in the Misty Wood that I've seen. You have to find a group, pull them into that into the confines of that area of the zone, really? and then kill them there. Uh, I had issues with it because. Um I had issues with it because they, uh, I was playing a blaster at the time when I went through Kurotoa, and, uh, that's one of the reasons I don't play blasters anymore, because it was, um, kind of, yeah, yeah we all remember yeah. how squishy, uh, Littlest was. Yeah, exactly, but I, I will correct real quick here, it's actually not the red caps, they're pretty easy to find if you look north in the Misty Wood section, it's the damn pumpkins that are... And just like they're on the border of the south, and you either just find them there, or you have to drag them just a few yards just for it to count. Mm. That might be it. I haven't done it since uh, since Ninja, so yeah. So it's know. it's an exercise and pain. Mm. But it's also the best situation in that case. Um, for at least that I've found. I can't think of any of the other arcs um, that are any bit nearly as good. So, just a few arcs to think about. There's other ones like that. I always suggest that if you're looking into doing an arc quickly for a badge, find one of the newer zones and do one of the arcs from them. Yeah, and they're definitely a little more well-designed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're well-designed. It's after the developers realized that giving you 16 missions of just running around doing random crap weren't fun. Yeah, which is generally why I don't like to play heroes anymore. Yeah, issue five is really the cutoff line there. I mean, the Croatoa stuff is there is some annoying stuff. There are a lot of a lot of fucking hunts, but you. I mean, most of the arcs are short. The task force is only four missions, which is nice. And then after that, City of Villains is full of three mission arcs. But everything before that is mm-hmm. just slow and annoying. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, what they need to do is they need to go to all the uh, the old content, and then they made they need to make it totally awesome and better. Oh yeah, which which was something I th- I thought I hoped they were going to do when the first Paragon Times stuff do, having to do with issue eleven came up. I thought, oh, are they going? Does this mean they're going to revamp stuff? The 
the content hero content isn't going to be so dull, but it is. No, Make no mistake, incredibly dull. But no, it just turned out to be time travel stuff where if we didn't fix time, all our contacts died. Yeah. And and although, yeah, I mean, to be, fair, to, though, to be fair, though, silly time travel stuff was pretty much the only thing the game was missing. Oh, yeah. Well, and, you know, comic books we don't really have travel. we don't really have a lot of aliens. I mean, the Ricti don't really count and fuck squiggers. Mm. <laughs> we all know how you feel about them. But yeah, the Recti, they're kind of a unified threat. And getting into spoiler I mean, territory, they're, you know, everyone knows oh, Recti. Everyone made knows out of people! <laughs> yeah, mutated people who decide to have a really crappy thought pattern. Yeah. and the, Also, if we spoil crust. anything for you, we don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we really don't care because, honestly, there's not any plot lines worth keeping a secret from you at this point. All of it's you're going to find out anyways at mm-hmm. some point. There. Yeah, so, Mender yeah. Silos is Lord Nemesis. Ricti are people, and uh, Nemesis caused the whole Ricti war. Yeah. Nem- well, that's I'm, a given. Anyway. I'm still Nemesis not... is behind everything. Yeah, I'm still not convinced that Mender Silos is Lord Nemesis. They're, they're really building him up to, to sound like him. They, they, in that video, they said they were looking for someone to do a Prussian accent. And it just, it, it seems too much like a red herring. It, I think I think he's got to be someone else. I I think generally COH isn't good at throwing red herrings out yeah. like that. They tend to be just too blatantly obvious with everything mm-hmm. they do. Yeah, like you'll, you'll know if it's a red herring. Lost are becoming Ricky. I mean, that was obvious. The second oh, yeah. Lost well, it was obvious that they could that they could mutate humans into Ricky. That wasn't the secret. The secret is the secret is that they're from an alternate Earth that is. Like th- that's the secret that they're from yeah. an alternate Earth that they again, are that's not even the that humans much. of their universe. Yeah, but that's not even that much of a stress anyway. Since uh, most since most of the themes with the villain groups is that uh, people are the real monsters. You know, like how the trolls are, you know, junkies that sort of thing. Yeah, junkies who can see through time and all that. Great yeah, and shit. then the uh, and the uh, hellions and skulls are just you know delinquents. But it's yeah, still not- okay to stab them. Yep. <laughs> How dare you wear that color? Hmm. I'm gonna harvest your organs. There you go. This I remember yeah, you're gonna stab and then you're gonna take a blood sample and you're gonna sell it at uh, Wentworth's. But anyways, kind of getting off topic, I think. <laughs> yeah, we are a little, but uh, I mean, it's fair yeah. to mention. What What is on topic? Really? You know, that's a good question. Yeah, this this radio show just goes wherever it damn well pleases. I think. I think we are just. Well, small minions pushing a block down a hill, and it wherever it rolls, it rolls. Even though blocks don't really roll all that well, so it's mm-hmm. kind of an slow, staggered, slipping on yeah. grass type thing. Um, <clears throat> one th- one thing I would like to put it, put out there though before we move on, um, just about the whole menders and you know who's behind them, what who's writing the letters and everything. Something occurred to me since the last podcast. Oh. Um, I, I don't know if we got into my Wularu theory. A little bit, yeah. Um, a little bit. But, but um, like, one thing, in issue, when issue 11 was on test, one of the unlockable weapons for uh, the archery sets was a bow called Eye of Wularu. And it was, it was a really nice-looking bow. It was kind of fashion to look like it had the same kind of style that the Rularu guys have and Back Alley Brawler pulled it um, he said you know it's not supposed to go live yet it's part of a whole set of Rularu themed weapons hmm. that are going to go live as a batch and like I think that that's that me that's almost certainly going to be in issue 12 and I, I think that I that's that strong... one of the uh, weapon sets they're going to be tying to badges I don't think that they'd be do, doing a whole huge themed thing if that were the case. I don't think I don't think they just go, oh hey, here's some Rularo stuff. Well, they are making uh, Talsorian everything. I mean, they're making Talsorian. Well, that's bow. laser swords. That's different. You have to have laser swords. Yeah, you gotta yeah, have. Laser. It is a very. It's a large themed set. Yeah, people want to be you know fantasy star online players or something like that with the laser swords. Mm, yeah, but with the uh, techno organic Rularo style typing thing. I mean, you know. I'm I do sure have to broad um, based on that would look interesting. 
Yeah, I really have to side with Jim here on that thought because that that's a really good point. When you think about it, have they ever given love to Rularu or the Shadow Shard since um, the whole deal? Well, uh, some of the villain add, arcs take place there, but that's about it. They yeah, they did add th- those three teleporters at uh, those or portal portals or whatever in Firebase Zulu that take you to the various zones. Those didn't used to be there. They added those. I know they added those, but I mean that's just like quality of life edition. That's not yeah, that's not so much putting no, new content. New content and to throw more fire onto the Mender Silas's Lord Nemesis discussion. I mean beyond the fact it's all brass. Consider that a lot of his bases are in the Shadow Shard. Mm. So who's going to get the word that something they're doing is brewing up and that, you know, oh, my God, I've screwed something up, I've done something wrong, and now I've got to go back and correct this crap. The guy who's got all the bases in the Shadow Shard, that bastard nemesis. That's just my thought on that matter. Well, you know who else? Well... You know who else is in the Shadow Shard and has uh, the same hair as Mender Silos? Who? DJ Zero. Really now? Hmm. Oh, yeah. That's true. Look out, look out Pocket D. That's the Shard. And he's got the hair. He he might have the gloves. I don't remember. I think no, he, he has some weird gloves. He's, just got a, he's got the uh, old-style suit jacket. And, and beyond that, he's actually creating stuff in the Shard. He's making winter chalets, making other things floating on rocks that weren't originally there. Hmm. Yeah. And you remember when we got outside the D and went and looked under? There, there's clearly a giant laser on the bottom of that thing. Oh, it's a giant is... goddamn death laser. That's There's no question about it. Oh, yeah. He uh, destroys planets, probably. Probably, yeah. I bet he... I thought he's the one helpful. that caused the whole Shadow Shard thing. Rularu is just getting a bad rap. Red herring. Mm-hmm. It's a frame up. The entire <laughs> Rularu thing was a red herring. Exactly. Poor Rularu. But actually, that actually, goddamn, that leads into our next. And that would be that would be interesting. Point really nicely, because the whole ski chalet is coming back, and we just saw how it's oh, coming back. Oh yeah, yeah. We were gonna give a preview on that, weren't we? Yes, we were. Oh, yeah. yeah that well, thing. this is the perfect seg to go into that. Yeah. Segway. <laughs> segway, I yeah. still insist it's pronounced seg, if only because I refer well, to Well, you're wrong. Yeah, you're totally wrong. Thing. Speak yeah. English better. Yeah, speak English better, like me, I who doesn't really know how to do. Anyway. But anyways, yeah, so I know Jim and I both went on the test server just a few hours back when they were testing it. Um, yeah. Patch on everything. And yeah, I was. God, we called it, man. Oh yeah, like I was just going to uh, to check out the new costumes, which I can do in just making a new character. But I thought, hey, you know, oh yeah, there's new costumes. There's some great new costumes. I keep missing the new costumes. Well, I mean, like when I people say, oh, there are new the costumes. 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 Yeah. There have been a lot of pictures posted. I mean, pay attention. Are you talking about those uh, the PPD and the clown ones? Yeah, also a couple of new tights patterns, which I think are also on capes, but I didn't check that. There's a whole bunch of new uh, new hair and stuff. Yeah, you, you, you're the one that told me that there was new stuff on, uh, there, were, there was new stuff live, and I checked on there, and there wasn't anything. But I thought Yeah, you the, the only new stuff in issue 11 was hair. Yeah, that was the hair thing, and they all, they all look like either, you know, porn star hair or, uh, or various members of the band My Chemical Romance. So, you know, I wasn't too impressed <laughs> with them. Well, in all fairness, uh, there's a lot of people who have cyber sex constantly in the pocket D, so they need the hair to match. Yeah, there you go. they got to look the part unless hmm. they want to try and fit in as normal citizens. And considering they just sit in the pocket D and have cyber sex, as far as I can tell, they obviously don't care about that part. Yeah. True. Anyway, I was just going to get on to check out the new costumes, but I thought, hey, I should... S- I should copy over my main and see whether they fixed the endurance mod set modification sets with this patch because they're not actually enhancing endurance recovery right now, which is oh, fun. Hmm. Um, but so I logged in and suddenly I get a badge called Gifted and I get the Holiday Spirit Debt Protection thing and there are presents all over the place and I'm like. Oh crap! The the winter events live. They're hmm. or on test. Yeah. They must be testing it. Wow! Let's look around. 
And just so quickly, I answered so many questions. You know, I see a present, I click on it, I get a snowball, and I get a candy cane. Remember we mentioned candy canes? The yeah, salvage you... For one thing, salvage- you're a bastard. And for another thing, yeah, you mentioned candy canes, and you were talking about it was be- going to be a salvage that you could buy things with, and sure enough. Yeah, and apparently you get them from uh, from opening presents. I don't know who called that. I remember someone did. I think um, you called it, honestly. If it wasn't you, it was, uh, I don't know, probably or, uh, the doctor or Tony. Possible. Uh, but you you can take them to the pocket D. The, there's some guy called the Candy Keeper or something is there. You mm. can trade them to him for temp powers. Because he All of the hol- his van. <laughs> he sounds like a pedophile. <laughs> I was going to say Candy Keeper. Does he, does he hang out on the floating truck out there? Hey there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, alas, no. How many candy canes in your pocket do you have? <laughs> Would you oh, like man. to come into my truck and see how many candy canes I have? <laughs> I can take some candy canes from you and give you something nice in return. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, that was that was pretty much perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, honestly, how can you honestly think of him as anything less than a complete, utter pervert? Yeah. Yeah. So you're trading him, you know, child bait for <laughs> for, te- for temporary powers. The All of the temporary powers from previous winter events are there. You can buy the Build a Snow Beast temp power. You can buy Golden Rings, the Jingle Jet the renewal of life, the self-res thing. You can buy the debt protection temp power, which huh. they give you anyway. And you can you can even buy the ability to throw snowballs at people. Wow. I never did have the patience to get any of the, um, the temp powers associated with anything other than the missions. Yeah, and, I mean, that might be why. I mean, who wants to just sit and just grind the, the presence for hours just hoping to get a snowball so you can throw it at someone. The um, ever-growing Korean fan base? Oh, God. Don't even well, start with can't, that. You can't trade that for money. Why would they do that? You know, good point. But anyways. I mean, now, the, the snowball does have its uses. You can throw it at someone who's clicking on a present and interrupt their clicking and then take the present yourself. Oh, that's always fun. <laughs> you sound like you've done you that. You can also before. throw them at uh, anything that has an interruptible attack, like... Uh, like embalmed cadavers. There you yeah, go. Yeah, but you can do that with damage too. You can't shoot players yet. That's true. Um, but yeah, you do. You can do that. There's uh, Father Time is back. He's still got the you know rescue the horrible baby from the giant rapey snap tooth guy, and so that mission is current. Did he ever pick up any pants? <laughs> oh no! Of course not. Of course not. Yeah. Answer for the week. Mm. Um, Says but, you. Yeah. Well, I haven't been able to finish that mission yet. Uh, it keeps bugging out on me. The um, either Snaptooth or the guy, the little red cap he spawns with, will just fall through the mission and oh, be right. lost, be lost to space. So I can't rescue the re- rescue the baby. And the one time that I did manage to kill both of them, the baby fell through, <laughs> so I couldn't walk him out. <laughs> Oh, man. So so there might be new stuff there. You might get a candy cane for mission complete like you do Vanguard Merits. I don't know because I can't fucking finish the thing. Hmm. Yeah, that... uh, uh, We'll have to see how that goes. Obviously, they'll fix the falling issue in testing, but... Well, one hopes. They haven't really done anything about the uh, Recluse Strike Force technician. That still breaks? You're kidding me. As far as I know, yeah, he's that's still broken. That was one of the reasons I stopped doing those things in the first place. Well, then because I quit for like three weeks anyway. Yeah. Um, but there there is one other thing that they added to the oh to yeah. the chalet for the whole thing, and no, I'm gonna be Trace, bragging about that. Yeah, Trace, you have this ridiculous hard on for racing crap. So why don't you tell yeah. people? Oh yes, I have a. I'm gonna completely go along with your hard on. And you went down and say, I do get a hard-on for racing type stuff. And there is a nice little speed slalom that's been added. Obviously, anybody who was around last year and saw the uh, 
nice little bunny hill and expert folk know that there were poles there, but they didn't really serve any purpose other than, okay, yeah, I'm going to slide through some gates and pretend I'm doing something effective. Mm. Well, now, expert slope. There's a ski instructor at the top, gives you times, and essentially gives you the top time and some other BS, like the gold, silver, and bronze time. But as soon as you go through the first gate for the expert slope, you are on the timer. And it says, you know, begin your run or start your run. And from then on, it gives you little checkpoints at each part where you slide through every gate. And it's just like sliding on ice down a hill. You hmm. slide off and get a top time if you can. At the bottom, there's a person who gives you the top five. And when you complete it, even, it tells you what time you got and whether you fit into the top time and what your best is, I so think. So does the timer start when you just go down the slope? or It starts it's... when you go past the first gate. It actually starts when you approach the first gate. I've, huh. I've had it start when I was just trying to talk to the ski instructor. My advice is to totally, if you're going to start and you want to get a top time, which you're going to want the, uh, to if you're like yeah. is, get a running start. A rolling Prefer- start. Or perhaps a, a rolling. rolling start. Yes, a so rolling start. In joke there. We're not going to go over oh, that. Well, unless you like Daytona USA, then it's also a joke for that. You know, hmm. I'm not trying to sing it because I'm not a crazy Asian person who can sing stuff in English. Yeah, we'll have to get uh, X-Death on for that. Uh, I don't even think I trust him for that, because well, unless we want to make it sound like it was on Fast Forward or something. Mm. We need to get him on a show at some point. But anyways. We do. We we need subtitles, though. But yeah, it's since it starts when you go past the first gate, if you go through with a rolling start on super speed, if you're speed boosted, gives you that much of a great, better start if you're not, you know, starting with... It's like whether you're going with the soapbox derby car, just letting it go at the top of the hill, or if you're shooting it out of a cannon at the top of the hill. And obviously, unless you care about child safety, you'd be shooting it out of a cannon at the top of the hill to win a race. Oh, God, yes. And so, yeah, you just start off with a bunch of speed and navigate through these. It's very tricky, the poles, actually, because momentum does everything it can to slide you exactly away from a lot of the later gates at the end. Mm, So you can't just go AFK and hope you'll go through all of them. No, absolutely not. In fact, if that happens, you are one lucky bastard. Hmm. But, yeah, it's it's a very tough course, actually, and the time that it requires. Let's see, bronze is 40 seconds on the course, or under. Yeah, and that's easy to get. That's, that's easy. You can screw up a bunch and still get that. Yeah, absolutely. You could go down all the way down a hill and miss a, a post up halfway up and go back up and get it. Um, 30 seconds or under is silver. That's a little tougher. In fact, that's a lot tougher in some cases, depending on whether you decide to start with a rolling start or not. And gold, as of, yeah, I'm trying to think, as of this podcast coming out, we have not seen anybody get gold. Well, we haven't really been looking. I haven't been on since I was on. Yeah, in all fairness, I haven't either, because I was getting so many goddamn lost connection to map servers that I just gave up. I was... (laughs) If I hadn't missed the final gate in one situation, I would have had 21 seconds. But I think to get the best time, what you're going to need is something that lets you change your direction midair, whether it's, you know, combat jumping, inertial reduction, or super jump, and speed boost, or super speed, to get the rolling start. Mm-hmm. And But beyond that, I do have to brag, I was the leader before they reset the boards and things started screwing up, I was 23.75 seconds. Nice. So, you know, somebody beat that, cockbags. And also apologize for the language. If you got a young kid or something, why are you listening to this anyways with him around? Yeah, we really need to stop fucking swearing. Uh There there we go again with the puns and the kids and the, you know, let's stop fucking swearing. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, it it had to be said at least once. It it did have to be said. I I will admit that. But, yeah, that's an interesting, and I'm sure that if you're on Virtue and you're at any point where I'm awake, when the winter event is live, you can go to the ski slope and you'll see me trying to beat my time because I have no life when it comes to racing. Mm-hmm. And 
you can probably mock me and I will accept it because <laughs> who else gives a damn about trying to get under 20 seconds on a little tiny part of the game rather than we interrupt this podcast for the moment of perspective with Tony Strickland. This is today's moment of perspective. Recently, in South Carolina, a farmer found a stalk of corn stuck in the gears of his corn husking machine. So he reached in to get it, as he had a thousand times before. This time, however, his glove was caught, and his hand was mashed between the gears, trapping him. Jamming a nearby logging rod into the belt of the machine, he went about cutting off his benumbed fingers with a pocket knife until an errant spark from the grinding belt and rod ignited a gas fire, melting the flesh from his body. With no other recourse, he jammed his pocket knife into his arm, tore away the flesh, then fell on the bare bone, breaking it clean off. Climbing into his truck, he drove himself up to the road where he collapsed. In other news, Virtue RPV events were dealt a fatal blow recently as the Wraith Spiders, a tiny SG built around beating the crap out of one another, had the greatest hope to revitalize PvP on the Virtue server, savagely massacred by a Christmas party thrown in the pocket D by the Cape Radio and hosted by the Sushi Schoolgirl Squad. A large amount of the people intent on going to thrash one another were instead distracted by giggling schoolgirls in short skirts, which apparently spawned negative energy so far into the past that the Wraith Spiders were demoralized into not promoting the event for over three weeks. This occurrence heralds the end of RPVP events on the Virtue Server and possibly all events everywhere, period. This has been your moment of perspective for today, and I'd like to take a moment to invite everyone listening to please write in to thisisjerkradio at gmail.com to share your moments of perspective with myself and the rest of the jerks. We'd all appreciate your hard work. For Jerk Radio, this has been Tommy Strickland. Okay, once again, that was your moment of perspective with Tony Strickland. In good news, a person had his arm ripped off and set on fire and all that other horrible stuff. In bad news, an RPVP group ruined. Thank you again, Tony. I do appreciate that. And we're going to keep a recurring segment. And as you said, if you have any great stories of drama or sorrow, this is jerkradio at gmail.com. We now transition into our other weekly occurrence. And this is where we really hope we'll get some feedback from all of you. It's our bio of the week. Destined Furry, level 26, science tanker. Description, RPS, roleplay syndrome, XD. Name, the legendary otherworldly Destined Furry. Race, Fox Boy. Favorite drink, iced tea. Favorite player, Suki Itsodemo, semicolon three. Favorite spot, the YSAPCA base. Age, 13. Friends, far too many, ellipsis XD. Theme, Breaking Benjamin, unknown soldier. Breaking Benjamin. Note, has vampire fangs, but is not bloodthirsty. Not bloodthirsty. Is a fox boy, not a cat man. Not a cat man. Is very tall, yet young. Yet young. Is very happy, very often. Very often. Has two tails. Fox tails. Fox tails. Has a leaf village headband over his eyes due to blindness. Blindness. Is a member of the Immortal Club. Immortal Club. Description. Destined Furry recently underwent a transformation from himself to the Fox Boy, Miles Prower, otherwise known as Tails, from the Sonic games. He found that his actions and how he acted were more mischievous, noble, and just plain happy-go-lucky. He's also recently been bitten by a vampire player named Neoma X, so he's now part vampire. He isn't bloodthirsty, though. Note, the way Destined acts is really friendly, and fucking Christ no, he ain't gay. Equals underscore equals. Gay! 
bio of the week, Destin Furry. And with that, we conclude this show. We thank you for listening, and if, any final comments from anyone? I think I'm pretty much cry blood. Okay, excellent. And for once, we have nothing to say, because we're in awe of the wonderful bio of the week. Thank it you was, again. It was beautiful. Yeah. It was sublime. I got just, I got the one thing here, here. Yeah. And on that note, though, if you do find a bio that is better than our bio of the week, we encourage you, email us. Send a screenshot. Send it, in fact, to our email address where you can send comments or perhaps issues from moment perspective. Or, please, bios of the week. We love to see excellent, horrible bios. And by excellent, I mean extra horrible. Yes. The more horrible, the better. Absolutely. Our email address, once again, is thisisjerkradio at gmail.com. That's one word, as you should know. I mean, come on, people. You've been on the Internet, right? Thisisjerkradio at gmail.com. And with that, I do thank you for listening. I am Trey Sevens, alongside Dr. Rob Sisko, Sean McCormick, Tony Strickland, and our guest, once again, Jimmy Erson. That said, I thank you. Good night.